0: Uh, hello, it's uh, Luigi here. Uh, welcome to Bookcast. Uh, let's go! Ho-ho! Hello, it's the Bookcast. It's episode number one hundred and thirty. Uh, my name is Stephen, and with me today is Daniel. Hello there, Daniel. Hi. 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 And also Troy is here. How are you, Troy?
1: Hello. All good.
0: Cool. I should ask you how you're doing as well, Daniel. How are you? Uh, Next question. Eek. Well, (laughs) there is no other question, but there's a whole bunch of rumors that have come out recently, and that's pretty much what we're going to focus the episode on tonight, because we figured, well, basically I figured, I just want to do a short episode about the NX because everything else doesn't matter, because the NX is really exciting. Don't you agree, Daniel? Nothing else matters.
2: In the end, uh, I try so hard. Oh, that's not Looking where I... End, it doesn't even matter. <laughs> hmm. What? No! What? I'm sorry, I can't make a Linkin Park reference in 2016. Sorry. It's fine. Forget it, it's like early 2000s. <laughs> um, so, yeah, there's...
0: Who knows how legit it is, but it's being reported on by Eurogamer and therefore by Vux. So it's. it seems like there might be some credence to this. There might not, but... From what I can tell, it seems to be matching up with a lot of the rumours leading up to everything coming around. Uh, So to, I guess, to summarise things a little bit, and we'll go into each little bit in detail as we go through the episode. um, Firstly, it looks like it's going to be mainly a portable console. So it'll be a screen with sort of controllers on either side that can attach and detach that can be played away from a television or connected to a television if you want to. And then, so that way it kind of does double duty. Um, So what do we, how, how are our feelings there? Like, is, are we all happy about it being handheld? Would you prefer it to be a, just a regular home
2: console? What's, what are our thoughts? I have near 300 DS games, over 200 Game Boy games, and probably well over a hundred 3DS games. I have no problem with it being handheld.
0: None of them will work that on the suits NX. Suits my needs
2: perfectly. <laughs> Sorry. None
0: of them will work on the NX though.
2: Yeah. That's uh <laughs> that's a bit annoying. Yay, digital future.
0: But yes, I can understand you're all about the handheld, so this is pretty much your bag, Troy.
1: It makes me a bit nervous because whenever there's people lamenting the loss of couch co op. In gaming these days, Nintendo is the first thing to come up.
0: Yeah, definitely. It's um, I don't know it's interesting because they've mentioned that it could possibly be connected to a TV screen as well, which might go some way to alleviate that. But we're not really sure about how how multiplayer is going to go. Like, because obviously there's only concept drawings at the moment, but everyone seems to make it look like it's got two halves of a controller on either side, and whether two people take half a controller each, or if it can maybe have its own wireless controllers for at home. It's, yeah, it's kind of interesting. I, I hope it has multiple controllers because then, you know, as you say, you don't lose that couch co-op. You don't lose the, you know, everyone gather around and play Smash Bros and Mario Kart on the TV. Like that's something I can't do anywhere else. And I'd be kind of sad if I have to do that on a handheld, like not that a handheld is a bad thing, but I would like to be able to use, if I can connect it to a TV, it'd kind of suck if it was limited in the amount of players that can be in it at any one point.
2: I would be surprised if, like, the Wii controller was compatible with it or something. Especially, like, you know, with the um, Nintendo, the NES Mini having the, uh, the, like... Oh,
0: like the classic controller connection port?
2: Yeah, so part of me thinks maybe Wii controller is compatible with it.
0: Yeah, that's a fairly good point. Like, I... I initially would have thought that they'd kind of move away from anything related to the Wii, just considered how kind of trashed that whole brand is at this point. But maybe, I don't know, maybe it makes sense if, they, if they're if they bringing that connection to a, you know, a new, I mean, quote unquote, new console, then it kind of seems, you know, seems logical that they'd keep using that for the future as well.
2: Yeah.
1: Or they are kind of oh. going for a parallel product where... They kept on kept on saying that the NX wasn't meant to be a replacement to the Wii U. Ah, yes. There were a couple of mentions killer. of that, so maybe they are <laughs> intending for the Wii U and the Wii ecosystem to kind of be around for a, a little bit longer.
0: I guess so. It sort of they don't seem to be putting out many games for the Wii um, ecosystem, but yeah, I can understand what you mean. Maybe maybe they're keeping around, not necessarily the Wii U itself as a supported console, but maybe I guess it would make sense not to throw away all the, um, like all the investment into controllers and stuff that's been happening for the last, you know, five or six years, however long it's been since the Wii came out.
1: Well, if the NX isn't going to be backwards compatible, then you would need that Wii U and Wii ecosystem to be around in some way or form as well. Yeah.
2: I'd... Unless they just want to get rid of that and just move on. I, f- I think, I mean, I sort of think the NX is going to be its own ecosystem, and this is just sort of the first form of it, like the handheld, and then maybe in a year there'll be like a more powerful console version of it where all the games can play across it or something like that. Well, that so does actually. Scalable. Yeah, that yeah. whole scalable
0: idea kind of works pretty well into what's rumoured to be the hardware inside this machine. It's meant to be sort of built around uh, an NVIDIA Tegra chip, which it's not something that's used in many well, any games consoles at the moment, but it's really it's used a lot in mostly Android-based sort of micro consoles and some tablets. And I'm not sure about phones, but I'm pretty sure it's in like NVIDIA's own handheld tablets. Shield. And, uh, yeah, the shield, yep. um, and from what I can gather, it's fairly fairly well scalable. I'm oh, sorry, I mean fairly powerful. From what I can tell, it's running, you know, full versions of like Xbox 360 style games. But I assume that they they could probably do better if they're running games made specifically for it, rather than ports of old games that probably aren't going to scale well to new hardware and stuff like that. But yeah, it would make sense because mobile hardware inherently is fairly. I guess, yeah, scalable. You can, you know, there'll be a new a new version of a phone chip coming out every six months and you don't have to have entirely new hardware or, sorry, entirely new software to run on a new Android phone or, you know, you can play the same games you bought on your Android phone on a Shield tablet in a lot of cases. And, yeah, so it would make sense for it to be scalable. It could, that could maybe beat sort of Microsoft and Sony at their own game of having these ongoing iterative consoles that they're sort of trying to bring in to questionable success at the moment. Maybe this will be more successful in being built for it to start with.
1: Yeah, who knows? It could even be modular. Like you have a base unit and you upgrade the controller which has a bit of extra processing power in it. Be a much yeah, cheaper actually. way of upgrading.
0: Yeah, or even the other way around, like upgrading the the base unit, maybe that could have you know you could have enough power for the handheld to use it away from the television for however long you want to if you mainly want to play it handheld. But at the same time, you could have like a base that might be able to supplement the chip that's inside of it or inside of the handheld to upgrade the graphics and give it more capabilities. And then maybe if you could just upgrade each part individually, that would be a pretty cool idea, actually.
1: Just seeing to see it implemented in some way or form.
0: Mm. And we were sort of talking about it a little bit before before the show started, but it could be like we look at what the the hardware that most sort of mobile hardware is in at the moment. You've got tiny little phones, fairly small tablets, and I guess the Nvidia micro consoles are a bit bigger. But sort of looking at if you had something, you'd um, suggested something the size of a gamepad, for example, Troy. Like the amount of battery you could fit in that, the amount of space for cooling. Not that not that I hope they have fans or anything like that, but it would be. They'd certainly be able to push the chips to its limit with something that size if they're not aiming for something really tiny like most uh, well, mobile things if, are.
2: But, I mean, size-wise, look, look, I like my handhelds to be portable and mm. carrying something that's the size of a gamepad around, no. Yeah, that's um, fair. I mean, for, for, for me, like, like, honestly, you, you know, like, what I was hoping when I first heard the rumours about like, it's going to be like a portable console system, I was hoping like, okay, so I could just see a really high-powered th- um, 3DS XL that you just, when you get home, you close it, you put in like one of those charging docks that also connects to your TV, mm. and then you play it that way. And I mean, that's sort of the size I want. So I think about this, the weight and size of a new 3DS XL or, or a Vita. I, don't so know. Yeah, I, I guess my a- own
1: theory here, actually, because <clears throat> I, I believe that they mentioned they had an MH- Code name for a handheld as well
0: yeah I ca- monster i can't remember <laughs> if that was real or not but yeah i do remember what you're talking about but yeah i think cool. it was
1: mentioned in a financial report so assuming okay. it's real imagine yeah. if you had like an nx controller which would be your power user level of a handheld have it tablet sized because people game on tablets in the bus and mm, all around yeah, totally and then you have your mh which is kind of like a A more portable version of it, a smaller one, has its own set of features. Yeah,
0: potentially. And I mean, it's not like if you think of
1: something the size
0: of like the original generation Vita, like that's still fairly massive as far as like modern phones go. So I imagine the amount of power they could stuff into something, even the Vita size, would be fairly incredible compared to what you have to deal with power limits and battery sizes on most mobile hardware that people deal with at this
1: point. I mean, with Pokemon um... Go, I can see Nintendo releasing their own (laughs) range of power packs as well. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Just have, oh, man.
0: oh just imagine Hopefully you don't have to carry around a a battery pack to get more than two hours of battery life out of your handheld NX.
1: Remember what they did with the Wii U battery?
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. I I never got one of those, but I kind of still want one. Maybe I should get one now while they're still around. That's what Um, I'm thinking. But yeah, and I find it interesting, some of the images that they, that have been mocked up are showing when the controllers are disconnected, sort of having the screen on its own little kickstand and having the controllers wireless to that. I wonder, like that could be kind of interesting as a way to be able to do couch co-op without a TV, like if you're, I don't know, at a place where you're all sitting around a table or... You know, something like that where you don't necessarily have a TV to sit at and watch. You could have your little portable screen, little controllers. I'm sure people do it with tablets now. I know a lot of tablets can just hook up to DualShock 4s and stuff on the Android side, so and it'd be kinda neat, maybe, as just a impromptu smash session.
2: I mean I just I just got my iPad mini out mm. and I mean I'm thinking like Something like that would probably be about as big as I'd want.
0: Yeah, yeah, I've got one I in mean, front of any- me as well and I don't think uh, it's not pocketable by any stretch.
2: No, and I mean like my my 3DS is if I've got big pockets. Yeah,
0: they're cargo shorts pocketable cargo pants,
2: yeah. <laughs> um but I mean, you know, just just sort of holding my iPad mini um horizontally, I could sort of see buttons being into I mean the, the screen real estate would be smaller um but I think something like that probably would be about the right size, and I mean, it hasn't come out if the actual screen's going to be touchscreen, but you'd have to assume it is. Yeah,
0: they'd be it would be ridiculous if they didn't. Like,
2: they've gone it, all in for touchscreen this long.
0: Yeah, and honestly, any screen that you can buy now, if it's not a touchscreen, people think it's outdated. Like, unless it's a TV, people expect to be able to touch it at this point.
1: Oh, they still try. I've seen it.
2: God, I forgot. I forgot oh, how small my iPad Mini was.
0: Working at a retailer, there must be so many people just tapping the big buttons on the screen and wondering why nothing's happening.
1: Yeah, laptops are just covered in fingerprints. Um, it, it is just an expectation. I mean, I, even I fall into it sometimes. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, I'm sort of on the uh, the fact that it's a handheld, it sort of looks like it's not going to be supporting optical disks, which is kind of interesting. It's not unexpected giving it given that it's a handheld, but it's the... You know, for a home console handheld hybrid, I guess people found it a bit surprising. Looks like it might be sort of cartridge based or you know, I doubt it's going to be big cartridges. It'll probably be like a Vita sized SD card size, something or other. But yeah, it's it's kind of interesting. Well, I
2: mean, you, you look at how much a cartridge, like a um, an SD card, mm. you can get ones that go up to like, I think the one in my 3DS at the moment, like like 128 or something. Yeah, it would be. So, I mean, they can get very beefy. But like, I think when people think cartridge, like, like, and this annoyed me, but on the good game, they're talking, oh, it's cartridges. And then they showed a picture of a Game Boy cartridge. And I'm <laughs> like, mate, <laughs> bloody 3DS's cartridges. Look how small those things are. Look how tiny the Vita cartridges are. Yeah. And they hold so much space. Like, like, what, three or four gig on them now? I'm mount? not actually sure, but that wouldn't surprise me.
0: Like, I, mean- I don't think we'd be going for like 128 gig sort of ones because they'd be probably cost prohibitive if you look at a SD card of that size and you'd be paying more than a game costs just for an empty SD card. But it still means that you'd be able to get, you know, a game that's 10, 20, 30 gigs onto an SD card. And it would still be sort of competitive, at least with other cartridge formats, I guess.
1: Yeah. Well, the technology is a lot cheaper now and it's purely storage. Mm -hmm. Whereas all these people comparing that to like Game Boy cartridges and say Super Nintendo, those old school cartridges usually had extra bits in it to help the console process the game.
0: Yeah, that's true. They had like the extra, yeah, co-processors and stuff, the super effects and various other things.
1: Yeah, where now it's it'd just be a glorified SD card, really. Yeah, pretty much.
0: Heck, something the size of even... I don't know that I'd want to go any smaller than a 3DS cartridge, but imagine how much you could fit into something that size with today's technology. It'd be ridiculous.
1: I wonder if they're going to stick with the SD card slot, like micro SD or...
2: Oh, yeah. I hope so. I love having a <laughs> format that is... You know, this is the biggest problem with the Vita is its uh, memory cards. Oh, God, yes. It's like the, Yeah, and I mean, I think Nintendo would be stupid to not go with SD, but like micro SD, they need to get um, away from the FAT32 format because mm. that's very limiting. Um, the only way I've got 128 gig one in there is because I've had to reformat it to um, to trick the 3DS into thinking. It's a 32 gig one. Um, but my, my but... main
1: problem here is that Nintendo are still talking about the NX as if it's a home console. And if you look at the Wii U, it has an SD card slot that's only used for Wii purposes, really. Yeah, like Wii and
0: screenshots in Smash, and that's
1: about it. It's got built-in storage, basically. So if Nintendo yeah, consider wonder... the NX home console... Is it going to have built-in storage and SD card capability?
2: I mean, this is what we need. I think, I, I I don't know. It it depends on what it is. I've, If the NX is an ecosystem, each system will be different. But if it is just going to be its own thing, we probably need to get out of thinking of it's a console or it's a handle. It's a
0: sort of, yeah, its own thing. It's a Nintendo thing. It's an NX. (laughs) Yeah. yeah.
2: Well, I'm just trying
0: to think, like, I would imagine that the reason you can't load games off an SD card on a Wii U has got to be to do with, like, read and write speeds for the size of the amount of data that you're loading for a wii u game and obviously there's a lot less data that you're loading for a 3ds game which is why it makes sense there but i know that you can use a lot of android phones let you supplement the uh supplement the storage just with an sd card and from what i understand it doesn't make a major difference in like read and write speeds and it's perfectly fine to run games off someone correct me if i'm wrong though um but yeah i guess if it's if it's going to be a handheld even some of the time, it would be ridiculous to expect like anything like the Wii U where it would be USB-based extra storage. So I think it would either be you're stuck with whatever storage you buy or it's a portable memory card of some sort. It would yeah, have to be one or the other.
1: I guess it's all contingent on if it's a base unit that connects to the TV that does the bulk of the processing or the controller itself, which is the portable part. Yeah, that's a good point. Or if point, it's
2: both. But, uh, you know, um, another thing I want to sort of point out with, with memory size: hmm. how many gig was Mario Kart Eight to download? Oh gosh, I
1: have no idea. I've actually got it that downloaded. Five... So you guys talk, and I'll find so out. It,
2: it, 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 <laughs> no, I'm looking at. I'm looking at it right oh. now. It was five gig. Five gig. Really? really? Yeah, Nintendo's yeah. I know. Nintendo's very good at, like, compressing it, and I think, like, Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze is something ridiculously small, and, like, Splatoon and all that. They they pick
1: art styles very specifically, though.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, even then, these are still games that, like, you'd think would be bigger than, like, especially Mario Kart 8, you'd think they'd be bigger than than 5 gigs. Yeah, that's
0: like a 1080p episode of Game of Thrones or Mario Kart 8.
2: Yeah. That's
0: kind yeah. of ridiculous.
2: <laughs> it's, yeah. Man. Um, So, I mean, that's another thing they've got in their favour, their art style, what, what they do. So, I mean, you know, Mario Kart 8 could conceivably fit on a, um on a handheld, on, on, on like a cartridge, easily. Yeah,
1: which would be great for Nintendo. But they've picked the art styles and refined them so that they do. I mean, I think GameCube definitely helped with that when the discs were physically smaller as well. Yeah, that's when they started like really refining that. Um, but for third parties, I mean, the what big one is mean? like Zeno. Xenobl- don't do that. If if yeah. third
2: party support uh, is then, something that they want, and then stuff like Xenoblade, which is like twenty two gig.
0: I guess yeah. it yeah. might be good if they like, since it'll be pretty well the same hardware as a, a mobile phone or a tablet. I wonder if their sort of third party support might be supplemented by people making games for the mobile market and then thinking gosh this game would work really well with analog sticks and buttons let's put this on the NX and it would be pretty well the same hardware with different controller uh, inputs and stuff like that so i wonder if that might sort of work in their favor even if like even if it might not look as good as nintendo stuff with that specific art okay. style i imagine you you can get some pretty nice looking stuff on on mobile hardware at this point, so I don't think it'd be a major yeah. issue one way or the other. They just might have to compress textures a bit more than they would on a Xbox One Scorpio or something, whatever's the in thing at the time.
2: I mean, I think this is the big thing with... um I think the NX, Nintendo's really going to be positioning it as the, this is your and console. So you'll have a PS4 and an NX for when you're out on the train or... Because, or... I mean, there is there is a niche there for a dedicated handheld gaming system. It's not as big as it used to be, but there are dedicated fans of that. Mm.
0: Like I, um, I would be sad if there was no handheld after this, like the Vita's not going to get another, there's not going to be another Sony oh, handheld. Yeah. That's just certain at this point, but
2: I mean, I love my Vita. It's, it's a beautiful system, but it's like, you know, the, the, the only problem with the Vita is it's not the 3DS and the 3DS <laughs> is what I spend more time playing and, if there was no 3DS, I would play my Vita all the time.
1: I just hope all those little gems on the Vita kind of start making their way over.
2: Like yeah, Digimon. That's
0: that's actually a really <laughs> good Swift. point. I was just thinking, like, yeah, the stuff that's on the Vita at the moment, you, when you're making a handheld game, you either have to choose between super low-res screen where your art doesn't look quite as nice as it could and it just doesn't have the power of a Vita, but it has a massive install base and you know, some unique control inputs... Or the Vita, where it can look a, a fair bit nicer than a 3DS. To be fair, but you, it's you have to be a very specific market to uh, to target that particular handheld because only people that like yeah. anime have that machine. Basically,
2: well, for for a long time, the Vita was the indie machine. And yeah, DJ yeah, that's you know, like machine. stuff like Rogue, Rogue Legacy, um, um, Fez. Uh, guacamole. All that stuff was amazing, was great to play in the Vita. It's sort of dried up now. Like, it's stuff like, you know, I look at Enter in, the Gungeon and I'm like, why isn't this on Vita? I would play the hell out of this on Vita. Why, why is this on Vita? And it's, just,
0: yeah, there are still some things coming to the Vita, but yeah, it's definitely not yeah, as. Yeah, but
2: it's, it's really drying up compared to what it was a year or two ago. Yeah, totally. I mean, I think the last big one we'll get is Axiom Verge. Cause, cause now. Yeah, well, that's already out. Uh, um, that's, works real nice yeah, on the Vita. The, but I mean, it's it's like indie games are sort of at the point now where they're pushing even the Vita. Yeah, too hard, and then it's like, oh, well, we'll we'll just make it for the PS4 and Xbox One, and and you probably it'll work well for us. a lot of
0: the time. The effort putting into a Vita version wouldn't really be paid off in sales, I suspect, exactly. especially if it's cross-buy between um, PS4 and Vita. Oh,
2: sorry, bit bit of a side tangent, but but indie game. Did you see that um, the Retro City Rampage guys released a PSP version of yes, that? Yes, I did. And it's like, if you have the Vita version, you have that as well. And I'm like, why are you doing this? You don't have to. They, Thank you. Didn't but, they release it for yay? like
0: early DOS machines on an actual floppy disk at one point as well? Yeah. Those guys are ridiculous.
2: I've got it on the Wii for <laughs> um, But yeah. I um, was one of the five people who wanted the Vita. But I mean, so with all of that drying up on the Vita, I think the NX is, could be in for a, a, like a. Good opportunity to pick up that market because that's like the 3ds. Even though it was the market leader for handhelds, it didn't get a lot of indie games. I feel like you know it got stuff like the SteamWorld games. Um.
0: A lot of the indie games it did get were a bit crippled as well. Like you have incredible ones like SteamWorld Dig, but then you have like ports that don't quite work as well as they should. Like the Binding of Isaac.
2: I enjoyed that. I thought that was it's okay. fine,
0: but. It's clearly not the best way to play it. Like if you have a Vita, it's way better on that, or almost literally any other platform. It's going to be better than the 3DS. I don't yeah. know if it's to do with a not fantastic port job or the hardware or a bit of
2: both, probably. I, but I think. Sorry. I was just
1: going to say, I just I have dreams of a Persona game, a proper one, on a Nintendo console. Yeah.
2: We did get a proper one. It's called Persona Q.
1: So, a real one, Proper.
0: though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's actually a really good point. Like, if it'd be kind of awesome if there'll be one handheld, and that's where I can play, you know, Mario Kart, Portable, Super Mario something or other, Pokemon something or other, and Romper.
2: It- like, all yeah. on the In- same box. Etrian Odyssey and mm. just all of that. And an, I
0: do kind of look forward to the idea of a high... Or, a well-specced Nintendo handheld. As as much as I like the 3DS and I understand what it's going for, man, I like how good the Vita games look and it would be awesome to have Nintendo games like that or probably better than that, given the hardware that's supposedly in this machine.
2: Yeah. Um, actually, if sort of talking about third party, you know of all that um, level five stuff the other week? Yeah. So you saw all of the games were announced for 3DS and mobile.
0: Yeah, I did. What I if? I did see that.
2: Because, I mean, part of me is thinking, well, what if? Because, you know, you you take the controllers off the NX and it basically is a touchscreen. Yeah. What if all those games will also be coming to the NX if NX counts as mobile?
1: Level 5 is a very valued partner with Nintendo. So yeah. I think it's almost a given, honestly.
0: And the fact that they're, you know, as as we've been talking about, that it is basically mobile hardware, even if they're... Like, they probably can't say... Well, I guess they can say NX because a lot of other places have. But, um, you know, it'd be easy to port over if they wanted to. It's basically the same hardware.
1: Yeah. No, it should be interesting. Mm. Um, I was talking to Vuk the other day, actually, about third parties and support with Nintendo... So they seem to be teaming up with a lot of Japanese third party things, specifically with the uh, Wii U. Mm, yeah, like no, that's
0: Games, um, uh, I that's true.
1: Platinum Games. Atlas. I can never remember the name of that. The people who did um, the Horror Warriors one.
0: Tecmo? Tecmo uh, Kobe? Yep. Yeah.
1: yeah, that one. Uh, you was, yeah, and you had Atlas with uh, Tokyo Mirage Sessions. Hmm. So.
2: And I mean, not, well, I, I actually think um, a big one we'll see is like Nintendo and Capcom have been very close um, with like Monster Hunter, which is one of the premier franchises in Japan exclusively on Nintendo systems. And this year will be the first year that there hasn't been a mainline Monster Hunter game, um, or like, like a new mainline Monster Hunter game on anything. And I'm like, maybe there's going to be one at launch for the NX. Which would basically seal Japan up for it.
0: Yeah, especially if it's handheld, yeah. And I reckon mm-hmm. it would be kind of exciting if, if there is a Monster Hunter, just to go along with this crazy, wacky theory. If it's a Monster Hunter that's completely new, as, like, the Wii launched with, like, a slightly better version of Monster Hunter 3. The Wii had a, a different version of Monster Hunter 3, which was a port of a PSP <laughs> Monster Hunter? Or was the Wii on the so. first? I can't remember.
2: No, we, uh, so Monster Hunter Try was the first, sort of, first oh, okay.
0: game. But, like, yeah, it would be nice um, if, you know, Monster Hunter 5, let's say, was first for the NX and, I guess, only for the NX because it's not going to be on a Sony thing at this point. And it'd be nice, yeah, it'd be nice if it's a new game and not just an updated version of a previous game like we got on the Wii U.
2: Well, the other big Japanese one it's worth talking about is... Um, Dragon Quest Eleven, and that sort of got announced for the NX when that got shown off. Oh yeah, that's true. For the first time, like a year ago, like they said, oh yeah, it's coming to the NX. And Nintendo's like, we haven't said anything about <laughs> it yet. Shut up! And they're like, no, sorry, forget What's that. NX? Didn't say anything about it. Just you know, look at look look Final Fantasy Seven. <laughs> We're
0: remaking, remaking that. At. Please ignore us.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, you know, Monster Hunter and Dragon Quest. On the same system, it's like, and I mean, look, both of these are already coming to the 3DS anyway, but it's well, I think if those are coming out close to the launch of the system, that's as good a chance as anything has of being big in Japan,
0: yeah, definitely. And then
2: a- a- add on to that the possibility of more Yokai Watch, um, Snack World from level five, and that other new franchise they showed off, um, which name escapes me.
1: <laughs> well, no, it's not coming to my mind. I think if it does pick up in Japan, because apparently PS4 isn't doing as well as PlayStation usually does in Japan, like Sony's kind of ignoring them for the Western market. Interesting. That could be good for Nintendo as well to kind of pick up the scraps and go, We're your friend.
2: Yeah. Well, J- Japan notoriously takes a while to get into, like, you know, it even took the PS3 a long time just because people were happy with their PS2s. Um,.
1: Yeah, but Uh, if you you look at the the, PS3, that was arguably a lot more Japanese-oriented.
2: Yeah, yeah. There's, yeah. Thinking about it, there's nothing outside of um. What's that stupid E Team Eco game? Everyone's excited for. um, Stupid Last Guardian. Excuse you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, would have been good ten years ago when it first got announced. Um, but yeah, they haven't really had anything. Dedicated to the Japanese market, off the top of my head.
1: Yeah, there's not a huge amount, and a lot of the stuff that I see coming out on PS4, I'm also starting to see trickle onto PC as well. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. especially Sega. They've been very, very big on getting their stuff over onto the PC, I guess, because you know, p- people are less, I guess, especially in Japan, it's probably less about buying consoles, and I assume more people have PCs there now because they're a multi purpose. Thing, I guess.
2: And I mean, just because yeah. just of the commuter culture and, and all of this, it, the, the handholds have been bigger in Japan for like a lot longer. And it's like, you know, when I was over there looking at some of the game stores, um, the, the the amount of space the PS4 has at EB games here, that's just 3DS games. And then they still have what like, walls of DS games. And even Vita has more space than like the Xbox one. Um, <laughs> the, 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 the games, for the Vita you may not want to look too closely to at because they're a little bit skeevy. Um just, a touch. It's just yeah, well that's you know, lots of touching. Um, <laughs> touching is good though. So it starts it <laughs> anyway. Um, yes. <laughs> um but I mean, so I think having a hybrid handheld console is Nintendo hedging their bets. The handheld side of it will go off gangbusters buses in Japan, whereas the Western market is more about consoles. But Nintendo's strength with consoles in the West has always been local co-op. Yeah,
0: yeah, definitely. Like
2: Wii Sports, Mario Kart. So I think that's where the detachable controllers and possibly using other controllers comes into it. So it's going to be a system that can do everything they want. Yeah, it's kind of best of both worlds
0: in that case. It sort of satisfies the majority handheld market in Japan. It satisfies the Daniels of the world who are in the Western world and still want to play most of their things on a handheld but it satisfies, I guess, the majority of the Western market who want to sit in front of a giant TV on a big, comfortable couch as well.
2: I mean, there was, you know, you look at the PS1 era, and that's when, like, JRPGs and all of that really exploded. But then coming into, like, last gen, that stuff really dropped off and went to the handheld. So people who are a fan of that migrated to handhelds and there is still a market for those you know there's a reason um like the 3DS this year's like bravely default fire emblem um seventh dragon uh pokemon Yoko watch all of these rpgs coming to it cuz there is a dedicated audience for that
0: yeah definitely
2: and i mean if you nail down the japanese market those games will come to it and then the people who are fans of those games in the west will buy it as well as the Nintendo Hardcore, which is that that's what Nintendo really needs to be targeting because that's the market they will always have. And if they can make that market sustainable for them, they'll be fine.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: I totally agree. I'm
1: going to say make more Sorry, multiplayer experiences because once you get the yeah. core buying those games, they have got to invite people over to go, Hey, I need people to play this with. And then they go, Hey, this is cool. And they end up buying one.
2: Like, imagine if they could successfully make Splatoon a um, couch co-op game in the vein of um, Perf- of Goldeneye. Or
0: that imagine if like, you could play Splatoon on the train.
2: For, <laughs> yeah, I thought that would get you um, going. I'm, I'm fairly certain Splatoon, either, either a new one, we, spelt S-P-A-L, the number two, double O N um, Splatoon like remake. Yes, Splatoon. Yeah. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Um, will be a launch title for it. I hope it's not
0: spelled that way. I, I really do. I do. I,
1: <laughs> I do. I, I love a good pun, but that's a bit much.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think they'd be crazy um, not to have a Smash close to launch. Like, not necessarily a new Smash, <laughs> just the fact that the current Smashes, to me, it looks very much like a platform on which to build the future of Smash from here on. I wouldn't be surprised if we got a port or a version of the Smash that we already have, just maybe with some new stuff added onto it when the NX comes out. Just no new fighters, happy with that.
1: and that's not an amiibo yeah. gripe. That's a the game has too many fighters already.
2: But what about Ridley, Troy? We need Ridley. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I could easily see it coming out for the NX with another. 10 new characters, and we're talking stuff like... You know, characters that were made this gen that haven't... You know, there's the Squid Kids. Um, yeah. The Codename Steam guys that only I give a shit about. Yeah, yeah, only um, you. The... What we call them? The Wonderful 101 characters. Um, they don't need to be
1: fighters, though. It's my... Like the game is yeah. bloated, that there's no... Look,
2: Look, I, 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 I look at Smash Brothers as more than just a fighting game. I look at it as a celebration of everything Nintendo. Oh yeah, but we can have stages and...
1: or assist trophies and things like that. You don't... I, I think, and adding any more I... fighters to it would just be a nightmare, balance-wise. And I've run out of shelf space <laughs> for Amiibos, so that is the real reason. Oh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Clearly. Isabel will be a playable character. Well, I've already got um, two of her. Yeah, well now you can have <laughs> no. three. Um, how many Mario Amiibos are there? There's I like not count that high. Uh, one, the, the Smash series one, the Mario series I, one. I can see six. There's two pixel ones and then there's the two go, um, shiny ones, like the silver I and gold ones. I can
1: see one. six behind me.
2: And there's only one link, so you know. Don't you know two? <laughs> There'll oh, be four, oh, five, no more. Ten. Four. ten.
1: Uh, <laughs>
0: Maybe speaking of the Mario series, it'll be interesting whether they do any sort of backwards compatibility with this. Like the fact that the hardware is completely different to the any Nintendo platform previously. Like they've been built on like the Power PC stuff, which is unusual. It sort of it hasn't been used in the last couple of generations by other um, like other manufacturers. Nintendo's sort of the last one holding onto it, as far as I understand. And, um, yeah, this being a completely mobile platform, they won't be able to run directly like they have been able to do with GameCube to Wii and Wii to Wii U. But I,
2: Well, that's the big rumour, right? That, that's the, one of the things that came out from Eurogamer. It is not backwards compatible at all. Yeah, yeah, I
0: think, like, if it ever does happen, it would have to be through emulation, but emulation's really hard, so they'd have to be kind of ridiculous or have ridiculous skills to make it work. Like, I'm, I'm still amazed that, the Xbox 360 backwards compatibility works as well as it does on the Xbox one. And it'd be kind of well, awesome if they could manage anything near that, but I'm not expecting it.
2: So digital foundry did a video the other day where they had like a, um, like an Android thingy, um, PC running dolphin, yeah. um, off, off the Tegra and like did the whole frame rate thing. And I said, like, like GameCube could be serviceable Mario Kart double dash seemed to run it a bit of a lag, but, um, they were all serviceable and they sort of said, look, Nintendo's working off the original source code. They could make these work if they wanted to. And I guess the,
0: the um, NX is probably going to be running off a newer and probably more powerful or more efficient version of the Tegras that we have around now. So if it was almost as good on what we have now, then I guess emulation's not a crazy thought.
2: Well, that's the other thing. People said maybe the Tegra in it at the moment is just a stand-in for the Tegra X2 or something.
0: Yeah, yeah. I I doubt that it's going to be the same as you know, what we have now if it's coming out in March. Then I'm sure sure that they're working with NVIDIA on something new.
2: Um, but I mean, I, I still would hope that at the very least DS and 3DS backwards compatibility would easily be possible if it is using carts, but it just feels... Like splitting
0: the screen in to
2: kind of emulate that. Okay. Okay. Can I just say, I'm actually going to be gutted that we're going to admit that we're going to lose dual (laughs) screen gaming. I know. I love, no, it's, you know, I I, massive DS fanboy as he looks at his 300 DS games on the shelf. Good Lord. But I really like having the second screen there. And I think a lot of people underplay how useful that is especially for a handle like on the way you, it was a bit of a flop because it's sort of, you're looking up and actually having to sort of move your head mm. and it's harder to look at both, but the DS, both of those are there. Both of the, both screens are there. And even though, you know, let, let's say the NX is a lot taller than a, than like a, um, you know, it's about the same height as an iPad screen. You probably could do like dual screen kind of, um, like the bottom half of the screen is, you know, the map and all that the top is, the field of view. But I like you know, I, I like having, you know, the the map on the bottom or the inventory or like playing Monster Hunter at the moment, it just sort of clears up so much real estate on the on the actual action screen to have all of this stuff easily viewable on the yeah, bottom. Yeah
0: it is very nice having a clean upper screen on certain three DS games where you've got all of your your numbers and bars and all that junk on the bottom screen. So the top is just purely the action. And, and I like sort of what you were saying with the Wii U, it was a bit different because instead of a, like, move, glance your eyeball down, it's crane your neck down or hold the controller up, but it was never quite yeah. the same.
2: So, I mean, I th- think, like, the, the good example would be, you look at something like Star Fox um, Zero, that could have worked okay on, on the 3DS, um, where you've got the bottom screen is your target, whereas the top screen is just your ship flying around, mm-hmm. that could kind of make sense. Whereas you look at something like The World Ends With You, that would not work at all on a console Yeah. Or, on the Wii U, because you really need to be paying attention to both screens at the same time, and it's a lot easier to flick your eyes between the two DS screens and um, the, the gamepad and the console. I
0: haven't played it, but curiously mm-hmm. enough, that game, The World Ends With You, is on mobile platforms with a single screen. I don't know how I they changed they it, though. they took...
2: I think they took it down because it got glitched out one of the um, recent oh, updates. that's
0: annoying. I'm glad I have my DS version, I guess. Like that response.
1: It's broken. Take it away. <laughs> yeah. I
2: imagine they might have brought up anything but... else there.
1: Yeah, of course. <laughs> that,
2: that, that, that's, a big, that's a big problem with like, mobile games in general. There's just a lot of stuff that's like, oh, yeah, it, it stopped working with an update. Take it down off the store. It shall never be seen again. Mm. And it's like, but what if I want to play it? And. You know, I, I, as someone who collects retro games, I sort of feel, especially with the mobile era, um, there's a new era of just like lost games that no one's ever going to know about. No one's ever going to be able to play or experience. I
0: guess it's kind of analogous, it's really off topic, but like to super early computer stuff, where stuff would be made very yeah. specifically for one kind of CPU that was in one model of one obscure British microcomputer. And like yeah. that specific model might have been forgotten about. I guess it's kind of the same thing all over again, which is a little sad.
2: And I mean, as, as someone who, who's like, I, you look at the amount of missing movies from classic cinema or TV shows, um, and it's just sort of heartbreaking that there's going to be an era of games. But you know, you know what? Maybe bloody Angry Birds clone number 162 on the iPhone is not important, yeah. <laughs> but. Maybe there is a game on there that is important that is just gone and no one knows about. I oh, know sorry, completely off topic. Um, well, just
0: to finish off our complete off topic, um, follow-up, The World Ends With You is back on iOS, at least. It's on okay. my iPad. Prove me wrong. So don't be angry. Um,
2: okay.
0: I don't know if we have too much more to, to say, apart from I think Daniel wants Buck Bumble to come to NX.
2: Yes, yes, because I'm ready to buck with the biggity buck. Buck Bumble, uh, <laughs> well said. But, but a, can I um Mario Maker? Do we think that could be a launch title? Um, I don't know. That's why I think. That's why I think it's going to be a touch screen because it like yeah they got so much success out of Mario Maker and definitely.
1: Um, I think if they their launch lineup, this is actually a good topic. Would have to show everything what the NX and Nintendo is about. So. Definitely Mario Maker, you know, in a sort of legacy, this is what Nintendo represents kind of way. It could but be Mario
0: think- Maker except with sloped surfaces so you can make Super Mario World levels properly. I'd buy that.
1: Only the and, NX can and, handle and,
2: that. And, yeah. <laughs> and, and, here's, and here's Mario Brothers 2 as well. Have at it. Yeah, totally. Um Oh, that would be a completely and, oh, different
1: engine though.
2: Oh, and Super Mario Land 2.
1: sorry. Art style-wise, um, yeah. Oh.
2: Um, you know, look, I could see that being a launch title. Splatoon. Um, I could see Splatoon. Yep. Splatoon. Um, the, big one, <laughs> the big one that we know of is Zelda. Yes. Oh, yes. yeah, of course. Um, like, just having that portable is like, whoa. Yeah. It'll be whoa. kind of awesome because, like,
0: all... a Zelda launching with the Wii was the reason I bought the Wii on launch day. And that made me so happy. And I'd I'd be all about that all over again.
2: What about Nintendo Land
1: 2? No. Um, you snubbed that off, but I quite liked Nintendo Land.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought it was a great idea. Um, it was just badly marketed, I think, and just... It was fun name. for a while. Yeah. Um, I think
1: if it were that I mean, and Game of Wario altogether, that level of yeah. kind of tech demo-y games. Yeah.
2: But but the, the, the big five I can see is like for launch or launch window Mario maker smash 4.5 um Splatoon with the two in there Stop that. um Zelda Breath, Breath Zelda Breath of the Wild <laughs> and Monster <laughs> Hunter. Zelda
0: Breath of Fire.
2: Yes and, and Monster Hunter. I mean I could sort of see your launch of those you've got Japan settled you've got all of your Mario fans in the west just drooling over um Zelda um, and then, hey, everyone who missed out of Smash Brothers, here's a because I really think they they are seriously want to want to push that forward as a serious fighting game, and mm. to do that, they need to keep supporting that version of it. Yeah,
0: they'd be silly to just completely rebuild it, especially it's not been that long since the current Smash Bros has been around. Like Brawl mm. was around for way longer, and yeah, they'd be crazy to start all over again for the new console.
2: Yeah, uh, and they seem a lot more dedicated to like pushing that as a fighting game for the community. Yeah, definitely. Um, whereas Brawl, they're like, here it is. Oh, we don't care if you don't like it. Um, tripping's in because I say so. Because I'm Sakurai, and you can suck it. Um, I'm sure it's completely but-
0: pie in the sky, but man, it would be nice if Retro had been working on a Metroid game this whole time.
1: What's Metroid? I know I'm crazy. But we're, already but- getting, I've heard we're, that we're getting
2: a great Mitch we're getting a great Metroid <laughs> game in a few weeks.
1: Yeah, I'm actually sure looking forward to it.
2: Did you play the demo? Blast Blast ball? ball?
1: I didn't enjoy that, but I like the controls.
2: <laughs> yes, but Blast Ball is frustrating. Yes. It's just like just shoot, and I don't. Am I doing anything? I don't know. Just just shoot it's too the much, ball. Why are they so much travel
1: time in the bullets? Just, anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. No, I would love Apparently a new Metroid. Apparently,
2: after you do a few. Apparently, after you do a few runs, it actually unlocks a proper training mission from Federation Force. I don't
1: have it in me. I guess i will never know. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, a real Metroid, I think, if they want Metroid to be popular, having it as a launch title. Has there been a Metroid launch title before in Nintendo history? Not
2: that I, I can know. think of. Um... First hunt demo on the DS. That would be uh, the closest thing, I, I think. Oh, well,
0: well, 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 well. Ah! We're back for a moment. Had some minor technical issues. Sorry about that, all friends. Minor. I had some minor, minor. technical <laughs> issues. The other two minor. were just fine sitting around talking about Amiibo in my wireless absence. But I'm back, so I'm going to finish everything up because I think we've talked about everything we've. Reasonably can talk about on this episode. Um so yeah, that's that was the Vookcast, episode number one hundred and thirty. Uh if you're interested in more nintendo things, come and have a look at Vooks.net. It's oks like books but with a V. Um and we have just discussions about Pokemon Go, we've got the regular eShop updates, we've got reviews coming up got a hot review of hot rod racer which looks like hot garbage so have a look at that if you want
2: but we've nicely given a code for that and you're trashing the the nice people
0: i'm i'm sure it was very nice of the developer but i don't think it reviewed terribly well no
2: one no one no one ever intends to make a bad game (sighs) steven except for the except for those guys who are suing jim sterling yeah
0: um but yeah so there's that um can't think. Don't think we've got many other reviews. It's a very quiet time. As um, you may have known. Monster
2: Hunter Generations came up, got a review on the. Start. Oh, it did
0: too. So there's that Monster Hunter Generations. Yes. I know Daniel's been playing that and enjoying the sounds of screeching cats while he fights dinosaurs. Meow, meow,
2: shut up! <laughs> um, <laughs> we've got this. A ton of news that we didn't even get chance to cover this. Oh episode. yeah, there's a
0: whole bunch of news that's been coming out. We chose to just talk about it. Pokemon the Enix. Go happened, yeah. By basically the way. Pokemon Go took over the site for a good while. So yeah. that was fun. Uh there's Can I just Vuk was so worried after
2: E three it was gonna be quiet.
0: <laughs> and then it turned I'm <laughs> nah. I'm sure Pokemon Go was even more popular than E three, like I wouldn't be surprised at all. Um what else we got? News about the level five stuff. Yeah. News about very expensive shoes. If you want to know about those, uh, there's an interesting article book put together from a whole bunch of indie developers, which kind of ties into what we've been talking about, about sort of what their plans are from here on with the Wii U, if they're going to bother sticking with it, hold off to the next machine or what their things are. I'll tell
2: you what I have backed. So I, you know, I went for my Kickstarter history and looked at all the games I'd backed based on the promise of a Wii U version and then what's actually not delivered on it? I'm like, yeah, you guys aren't giving us a new Yeah, that's now, not happening
0: at this point if, it's, if it hasn't already. Um, what else we got? We've got the YouTube channel. I'm sure there's a new episode of Touching Is Good being worked on as we speak. Uh, let's get on that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have Instagram.
2: I kind of got burnt out on Dragon Quest. Oh, <laughs> oh fancy that. Um, Playing
0: like seven 80-hour RPGs oh. in a row. <laughs>
2: I've I've hit Dragon Quest six at the moment, and it's like the weaker of the original Dragon Quest games. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> I just want to play nine again.
0: Well, when Daniel gets his enthusiasm back, he can look forward to more touching his good when that comes around.
2: And then Dragon Quest seven comes out in a few weeks as well. And I'm like, Fuck.
0: <laughs> uh, what else we got? We've got Twitter, we've got Instagram, we've got YouTube. They're all at vooksdotnet dot net. Uh we've got the discord server is up, and it's publicly out from what I remember uh, yeah so that's a thing we've got um, about
1: fifty something people on there now, so
0: it get yeah, in. it does look reasonably active from what I've been sort of checking in every now and then. um I'll make sure to leave a note in or leave a link in our show notes in case anyone needs to to find that, and I'm sure we'll probably tweet out the link again sometime in the near future because, yeah it's a it's a fun place to be. Everyone's having a good time, having a talk.
1: All kids are doing it.
2: Uh We we don't have a MySpace page.
0: We should release a Vux album of music and release it on MySpace.
2: There is a a MySpace for the Vux. Some band, apparently. We should (laughs) contract
0: them to make theme music for the podcast.
2: I think the theme music we've got this episode is perfectly fine. Yes,
0: you know what it's going to be. So, yeah, Yeah. uh, unless there was anything else to bring up, I think that's probably about it for today. Why does it say mayonnaise when I look at it? Why does it say mayonnaise? So, yeah, I've been Stephen, that's Um, been Daniel, and that also has been Troy. Um, Sure has. And we'll be back next time with all your... Nintendo pressing condiment questions. All your Nintendo news and mayonnaise (laughs) con just (laughs) questions. Bye, everybody.
1: (laughs)
2: Goodbye. Sorry, sorry.